Good, Good day, day everyone. everyone. My name is Anna. And I'm Kirsten. And today you are listening to the, the Cover, Cover to Cover, Cover Bookcast. Well, I guess not just today you're listening to. I don't know why I said today, but um, today we are going to be talking about the female gaze. I'm yeah. going to be leading us in a conversation about the female gaze, what it is, how it has been incorporated in pop culture and in media. Um, specific, I, I don't talk about books a lot in okay. this, mostly because I haven't been able to really apply it to books because I, I just forgot what books I've read that yeah. are really written in the female gaze. But like when I think about movies, I have a lot of examples and I actually can go deep into like, I, I'm going to bring three okay. movies into movies that the I've forefront. seen. Probably, maybe. Okay. Um, first of all, I kind of want to give you a rough description of what female gaze is. Okay. I actually went on to, I think it's like the Oxford something or other, mm-hmm. and it gave me three separate definitions. Two of them are like more easy to understand, and there's one that's really long. I'm going to go with the two shorter ones first. So first of all, the ways in which women and girls look at other females, at males, and at things in the world. This concerns the kinds of looking involved and how these may be related to identification, objectification, subjectivity, and the performance and construction of gender. And then there's the gendered attention anticipated in visual and audiovisual texts addressed to female viewers. And then the long-winded one. Here we go. (laughs) A term coined by feminists in response to the claims made by Mulvey that the conventions established in classical Hollywood films required all spectators, regardless of their sex, to identify with the male protagonist and to adopt the controlling male gaze around which such films were held to be structured. The female gaze thus marked out neglected territory. For many, the term alludes to the right of women to adopt the active and objectifying gaze that has traditionally and stereotypically been associated with males, undermining the dominant cultural alignment of masculinity with activity and femininity with passivity. That's a lot of ivity, but <laughs> despite the label, this needs this need not involve replacing one form of gender essentialism with another. The objects of the gaze need not be confined to males. So that was a long one. That was a long one. All of that being said, the female gaze doesn't necessarily mean it is the mirror opposite of the male gaze. The female gaze is a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. So while the male gaze is more about objectifying women from the male perspective, the female gaze is more about reconstructing the structure of the male gender from a female perspective. In short, the female gaze is about portraying men in a desirable light most time personality-wise. Also, feminists created the term female gaze to create the idea that female characters can have a personality or storyline that has agency and importance, not just to sit there and be an object of beauty. This can be created using a male character who allows the female character to shine, much like a male dance partner is there to show off their female counterpart. So it's really more about females being portrayed in a good light. Yeah. (laughs) So if we look at the Bridgerton series, the female gaze to which Jonathan Bailey, who plays Antony, refers by contrast is a perspective that casts women as independent subjects with agency. In Bridgerton, women are not just objects of male desire, but subjects with agency over their own sexual wants and needs. So it is more than just sexual stuff. Mm -hmm. It is like a bigger picture. Right. 
So regarding the female gaze in film, in 2017, we didn't see very much of it. Women only accounted for 2% of producers, 19% of executive producers, 16% of editors, 11% of writers, 11% of directors, and 4% of cinematographers. Just 24% of protagonists in the 100 highest grossing films at the time were women. Only 100. Dang. I've, all of them are men. Yeah, well, oh, okay, I said that wrong. 24% of those 100 highest growing films were women, had women, oh. like female protagonists. Oh, okay, okay. Only 24%. So, I think a good place to start is saying that we kind of, there is a person who is very good at writing the female gaze. It's Jane Austen. If you oh, know Jane Austen. I have not read any Jane Austen. I haven't either. But I've seen any of the Jane Austen movies. She is the queen of writing it, okay? Yeah. So I went on YouTube, found a like um, video over the female gaze, and I actually found more information from the comment section of okay. the video. And I um, I'm gonna read you some of the comments. Okay that are talking about female gaze because I feel like they really shed light on what the female gaze is, okay? Mm -hmm. So for me, female gaze is all about the emotional intensity and the chemistry between the characters. If I can feel my fingers start to tingle, they nailed it. Mm. Then another one says, how fascinating that the male gaze is nearly all physical attraction and female gaze happens as soon as a man surprises the female with a gentlemanly gesture. Mm -hmm. Another one says, so, in a nutshell, the female gaze is all about showing vulnerability and emotional availability. I wholeheartedly concur. That is exactly what I, as a woman, look for in a partner. Yeah. Another one says, I love the female gaze because it turns men into these beautiful beings. Like, it notices the little gestures they do and the tiny things about them. In my opinion, it shows love far better than the male gaze. It makes me feel like I have a crush on the character because that's what it is. It notices the person the way you do when you have a crush. Meanwhile, the male gaze is just boob boobington. <laughs> I didn't even say it right. Boob boobington. <laughs> so good. Then the last one that I have here says, when it comes to the female gaze, the object of their admiration opens up emotionally and shows compassion and concern for them or for others. So now um, I'm literally getting to the last stuff that I have written down. Okay. Um, which are actual examples from movies okay. that I have found in the female gaze. I only have three here, but... Um, I'm excited to see what they are, if I know what they are. Yes, so the first one comes from Pride and Prejudice. I haven't seen it. <gasps> we need to watch this movie. I have not seen it. <laughs> oh my gosh, we actually have to watch this movie. I'm not kidding. <gasps> it's like one of my favorites. Really? I'm not kidding. Yeah. I have rewatched this movie so many times. Okay. That scene in Pride and Prejudice where Elizabeth is leaving the Darcy estate and Mr. Darcy helps her onto the carriage. In the process, he's holding her hand, which causes a stir in Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy, even though he's very stoic about it. He literally like walks away, like stretches his hand because of like the tension that was there. And she like looks after him. She's like so surprised that he even touched her. Mm -hmm. Like that's whatever. Anyway. This is in the female gaze because it is something so small that men might not even think about, but it is a gesture that means so much. It shows a different kind of physical connection, a deeper and more important kind of physical connection that helps for the growing of the relationship. It is not only about sexual chemistry, but emotional romantic chemistry. Mm -hmm. Love that scene. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. This one comes from Bridget Jones's diary. I don't know what that is. Holy shit, these are all classics. <laughs> Apparently I don't. 
Okay. Well, that scene in Bridget Jones's diary where Mike comes to Bridget's house and she's cooking dinner for her birthday get-together with her friends. Mike notices her horrible cooking skills and they have some back and forth banter until Mike decides to help her make the food edible before her friends arrive. So this is in the female gaze because there are moments where we can see that Mike is appreciating her personality rather than her looks, even though she is beautiful. There's this really cute moment where she says, oh shit, in an outburst, and he looks at her while she isn't paying attention and he smiles adoringly at her, even though she's like a potty mouth, you know? Yeah. Also, when he takes off his jacket and starts helping her without even asking, I swooned. This is the female gaze because all women know that they want to not have to ask a man to do something good for them. They want them to just do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Cracked the code, you know? Mm -hmm. Female gaze right there. Um, and then the last scene I have is from Little Women, the 2019 remake. You haven't seen it? No. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is another good one. We gotta watch it. Okay. <laughs> Wow, Kirsten's not going to be of any help. Okay. Uh, that scene in Little Women 2019 where Amy is talking to Lori about how marriage is an economical proposition. She says the line, I am just a woman, and as a woman, there is no way for me to make my own money, not enough to earn a living or to support my, my family. And if I had my own money, which I don't, that money would belong to my husband the moment we got married. And if we had children... They would be his, not mine. They would be his property. So don't sit there and tell me that marriage isn't an economic proposition because it is. It may not be for you, but it most certainly is for me. Because in that scene, just to give you a little <laughs> clarity, yeah. yep. this is set back into in like old times. Yeah, I and, knew that. And she's talking to Lori, Lawrence, male. Um, and Lori judges her because she's saying that if the guy that is courting her right now goes on one knee, she'll marry him. And he's like, do you love him, though? And she's like, he's rich. And he's like, really? I thought you would be more, like, I don't know, more than that. Right. And she's like, I don't have a choice. Like, I need to marry rich. I knew I would always marry rich. What's the problem with that? Like, mm -hmm. it's something, like, I have to do mm -hmm. to save myself. Like, who cares about love? Right. And, um, spoiler alert, Lori and Amy actually get married, so. <laughs> Lori and Amy? Amy, the one who's talking in this scene, uh -huh. she's talking to Lori about this, they actually get married. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Um, anyway, this is in the female gaze, because the male gaze wouldn't think this. At least not at first. This is the female gaze, because we get to see a woman having a bigger plot than just sitting there and looking beautiful. We get to see the raw thoughts of a woman in that time period and get the chance to understand her, not just see her for what she is on the outside. This is also in the female gaze because we get to watch Lori react to this information. We get to see how uninformed and unaware he is about this problem in society, and we get to see him try to atone for it and understand it. Okay. So that's all I have written down for the female gaze, really. It's, I actually talked to my parents about this um, and tried to, I was like, what, and you know what female gaze is, right? Like, what's, what's a movie or a book that you can think of that's really well written in female gaze? And my mom was like, I don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. dad was like, he doesn't know what that is. I kind of expected him to not know, but yeah. my mom didn't even know. I was like, you don't know what the female gaze is? You read so much. Like, how do you not know? So I guess this is, like, not necessarily common knowledge. 
Um, but I've always been aware of kind of the female gaze versus the male gaze and mm -hmm. kind of the problematic stuff that goes with it. Mm -hmm. Next week, we're going to talk about the male gaze, so I don't want to get too much into the male gaze. But just saying, it's not a mirror opposite of what the female gaze is. The female gaze is much more about empowerment and just kind of taking back what the male gaze has taken away mm -hmm. from female characters yeah. in the past and in the present, really. Yeah. I feel like the way I think about it, because I am super simplistic when I think about this and mm -hmm. like think about it the dumbest way possible, yeah. just to make my brain understand. I think about it as the male gaze is when literally a man looks at a female and he is like, she's attractive, I'm attracted to her, I'm going to pursue her or whatever. Yeah. Versus, the, that's like putting it like the most simplest way possible. Mm -hmm. The female gaze is when she feels something from this man. Like this is like the most purest man. She, he's like doing all the things for her. He is like making, not, not because he looks good, but because he acts good. Yeah. And that's the difference is yeah. the male gaze is all about, mostly all about the way a woman looks. Most of the time. I say most. And the female gaze is about the way he treats her. The way he makes her feel. Not the way he looks. Not yeah. his, you know, what money, whatever. Yeah. It's making her feel good about herself. I will say, the one character that I can think of off the top of my head that I feel like is written in the female gaze is... Nate Hawkins? No. No, um, Noah Riley. Noah Riley. Nate, Nate too. I feel like, but Noah more um, yeah. from Say You Swear because he was just like perfect. Oh my god! What? It was so, like, so his guts are all over. There okay. was a spider crawling like right in between us. Oh my god! It was gosh, just a little nice. baby. Anyway, uh, Sorry. Noah <laughs> is just like this. He has no flaws, and like it's true. Not. I'm not talking physical flaws. I'm talking like. He is the most understanding. He is the most helpful. And like you mentioned, I don't know what you were talking about, cooking. Somebody was helping yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. cook. Nate did that because yeah. the female main character, I can't even remember her name right now. Anastasia? No. You just said Nate, Nate. so I thought you were oh, skipping to no, Icebreaker. No, 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 no. Noah. Okay. They both start with N's and they're four Ari, Ariana? Ari? Ari, yeah. Something like that? She can't cook. And... Noah helps her learn how to cook, and he, it's just, I love him. Yeah. And not just because he looks good, but because of the way he treats mm -hmm. Ari, because he really treats her like really a good. woman should be treated. Yeah. And that is I what I think of when I think of the female gaze. Genuinely, and I do want to add this, like, I think it's, um, in the female gaze, man, I had, oh my gosh, I had a thought and it just completely left. Hold on. Don't you love that? I love it. <laughs> it's great. Um, when my brain doesn't brain. Oh, yeah. The flaws that the boys do have in books in the female gaze are usually emotional. Yeah. Always emotional mm -hmm. because that is what we want to see. We want to see some, like, emotion out of our yeah. boys. Yes. You know? We want to see emotion from men because that's... I want to see a man cry. That sounds really mean. <laughs> like, because he because he loves me so much. Yeah. No, it's really just we want to see you be vulnerable yeah. is what it is. We yes. want you to be vulnerable. We want you to not be afraid to show your emotions. Yeah. And that's 
when you know something is in the female gaze because you get to see those raw emotions, like with Noah <laughs> Riley and Say You Swear. You definitely get to see some raw emotion in there. Yeah. Um, Especially at the end. Oh, my gosh. We've already talked about it. <laughs> I don't know if it's posted yet. A lot yet. of crying. I, yeah. I, it's probably already posted, so you it should go listen to that is. episode because that's so good. a great episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will also say there are some physical act, like things to the female gaze, like obviously, like there are some things that women are attracted to when we're watching movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, the tall, dark, handsome, there's that whole thing, which right. I feel like is maybe overplayed and is more catering to the male gaze nowadays. I always fall for it's either the bad boys or absolutely the geeks. Really? Yeah, it's the ones that like they're they're still like handsome, but they've got like the glasses and they're like they're mm-hmm. always like more reserved. Mm-hmm. One or the other. It's a very co- different contrast, yeah. but it, I'm always attracted to one or the other. And um, I feel like that's what pulls pulls the females in with the female gaze mm-hmm. is we're drawn in by the looks, but then like we stay for the character. Exactly. That's what really gets us at mm-hmm. least like when I'm reading books like for example A Court of Thorns and Roses sure with Resand. you know it, tall dark and handsome we're like who's this guy he's dark and mysterious I want him he's the bad boy and then we're like oh he's actually like a great guy like and he's actually a great character mm-hmm. and that's why I was gonna, everybody loves him so much I was gonna mention Akatar too um, to be honest with Resand because the reason why I was drawn to Resand from the beginning over Tamlin was mm-hmm. because his bad boy nature and because of his character arc. His character yeah. arc was absolutely insane in mm-hmm. the best of ways. Oh, yeah. So, regarding books, that's what we want to see. The female gaze is always on the And you can tell, like, I, I do have a question. Do you think men can write in the female gaze? Mm. See, I don't know. I've no, I don't think I've ever read a romance book written by a man, so I'd have to I have to read it and compare. Mm-hmm. Just going off of that information, I feel like it would be hard for a man to write a book in the female gaze. I feel like it'd be hard for them because unless they're really in touch with their emotions and they're really in touch with like their feminine side. Yeah. Because everyone has it. Everyone Just has saying, a feminine side. Every single man has a feminine side. Every woman has a ma- masculine side. Yes. Every single one. But if if they're a good enough author, I feel like it's possible. If they, you know, kind of come out of themselves and they're like, okay, maybe do some research. Figure out what, you know, females normally like. But, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be the same as... I'm going to get into this more when we do our episode over the male gaze, but here's an example of male gaze, okay? I'll just give you one. A man who, like, in a movie, has a slow-mo of him taking off his shirt and, like, he's all sweaty in his abs. That's male gaze because right. that's what men think women want right. to see. Maybe. But it's more than that for women. Right. Right? So for men, that's it's very much not... A, substance it's because men are in this circle where they tell each other that they need to be a certain thing they cannot cry they cannot do this they cannot do that they need to have a bigger dick it's like 
all these different things. <laughs> I like how you just throw that in there. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. They tell each other, yeah. it, you're better if you have a big dick, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they literally have measuring contests, like, who has Who's the bigger the biggest? dick? Yeah. You know? Like, it's a thing. And honestly, none of that matters to a, a woman. Like, mm -hmm. it, no. it, there are bigger, more important things that women care about. Right. And then that is what the female is. gaze is. Right. So... Um, that's why I think a man can't write it because I think they just don't know. Mm -hmm. I think because they haven't lived it. They haven't lived our, in our brains, you know, they don't really know. They only know what we've told them and that's just surface level, you know, like right. you can't, can't you really can't really into actively think right. about the female gaze if you're a man and write it down. Like it's just something like you've... It's not hardwired into your brain. Told in. Yeah, exactly. You're told in passing, you can't just automatically make a whole book about it you know i feel like um it would be really cool if and maybe this is probably already written out there but like men writing romance books from the man's perspective like instead of the the main character being a female which is i feel like what we normally see mm -hmm. the, it's like from her point of view or whatever make it from the man's point of view yeah i feel like that would be really interesting to read like, yeah. what goes through the man's... I mean, we see it with the multiple POVs, but I feel like it'd be really like interesting to see it... genuine stuff. ...written from a man's point of view, what they actually think in yeah. a romantic situation. Not just the surface level, like, you get to see them, like, for example, like a, a sports romance where right. you know, they're in the locker rooms and they're talking about whatever bullshit, and they're, like, being all bro-y. And that's all we get. Like, no, I want to I wanna read one from that perspective that when they get out of that scenario with all the boys, they go home and they genuinely have these thoughts of, like, vulnerability and, like, yeah. genuine yeah. emotion. I feel like that would be really interesting to read as a female. Like, I want to know. Yeah. I want to see it. It would also be weird to, like, follow a, a man with his guy friends and not a girl with her girlfriends, yeah, you know? Yeah, it'd be different. It'd be very different, at least from what I'm used to reading, because romance is almost 100% written by females. By females, and read by females. Mm -hmm. And I, I see some, some, like, men on my TikTok reading, uh, like, romance books, mm -hmm. and I think that's so cool. I think it's cool. Part of me is like, I cannot believe you're reading that book. And then other part of me is like, but go off. Yeah, yeah, pop off. Chain. I love that, and I feel like that makes I don't know. I feel like that makes that person have a better perspective on the female gaze. Yeah, makes you less sexist. Yeah, first of all, you kind of see how a woman's brain works a little and, bit. And it, it works both ways, but I need more guys to write from your perspective so yeah. I can get it. Okay? I wa yeah, I want to know what's going through your mind too. Yeah, like we want to know. Like we read these romance books, but we already know these things that this female main character is talking about or thinking. Mm -hmm. We already know those things. And I mean, you can see the female gaze or the male gaze in stuff other than romance, too. It's really, yeah. it's really like, it can be fantasy. I mean, anime has a lot of male gaze. Mm -hmm. Anime is very, very heavily male gaze. Yeah. Very heavily. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get to see um, I mean, a lot of abs. A lot of abs. Mm -hmm. And that's male and gaze I'm for sure. I'm thinking, like, a lot of boobs, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel like for sure. Boobs. Yeah. Final Fantasy, bro. Boobs everywhere. Boob boobington. Boobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's literally, oh my gosh. There's literally a scene I didn't include in this, but like very female gaze. Um, the main female is talking to the guy that she's in bed with about like why guy, why, like, she's like, why are guys so infatuated with boobs? Like, what is it? Like everyone has them. Yeah. 
what is it about him? I don't know. And the guy is like, I actually really don't know. I mean, I he's know. he's like, let me check. And he like lifts the covers and looks at her and he's like, don't know. Uh, don't know what it is. They're just boobs. I don't know. I don't like, get I it. honestly don't get it either. Like, I mean, they're, honestly, I sometimes wish I could just chop mine off because they're so in the way. Listen, mine are practically non-existent and I'm blessed. <laughs> But uh, C cup baby, <laughs> I'm like I could wear a sports bra. I could wear a child sports bra, and it would if you be see fine. me IRL, I feel like I'm good. I wear like maybe loose enough t-shirts where you maybe yeah. wouldn't be able to tell. Same, but like I I do have those those kinds of boobs that would maybe be considered desirable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not an ass though. Same. Not. A, I no. don't have the butt for it. You have a better no. butt than me. But I'm literally like a cereal box in the back, you know? Uh, mine's only there because I had kids. My hips widened. I definitely have hips, for sure. <laughs> for but sure. But, like, I don't know. When I'm out in public and I see... We're, like, totally off topic here. But when I see, like, <laughs> a woman's, like, cleavage, I'm not just like, man, she's got some nice boobs. I'm just like... Well, I mean, boobs. we're also women, though. Like, I mean, I don't what, know. When you go on, what about men? Like, if you, I mean, I guess you're married, but like, if you're, if you were walking, like, what would catch your eye about a guy? I would never look at ass. I would never, no, it would have to be like. If I was looking at your ass, trust it was coincidence or I was dazing off. Yeah. Okay? The first thing I notice, I think, is their hair. <gasps> Just because it's For thin. sure, absolutely. Their hair and their eyes. I'm actually with you on that. If you have like, like, Medium to longish, like flowy, wavy hair. I'll be like, I'm in it, bruh. I'm in it. But I'll They're, be, I'll, I'll, I'd be more like, teach me your ways. Yeah. I want as beautiful hair as you do, man. Absolutely. But yeah, definitely their hair and their and their height. Mm. I always notice a person's height, like towering. Um, whether they're, <laughs> I mean, whether they're just in general, whether they're really tall or they're really short. So when it comes to I don't know, men, I always notice how tall they are. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. When it comes to women, I think the reason why we can't pinpoint exactly what what we see about guys is because we really don't know it until we see it. Yeah. Whereas guys can tell us, oh, it's the boobs or it's the butt. Because yeah. they, a lot of times, are more physical and, like, appearance yeah. Mm-hmm. motivated while we are more substance and I feel like just like the female gaze is not wholly about looks I feel like it's not normally about what the man looks like Mm-mm. it's not that's no. why like you know when we're out at least me personally I am married but like when you're out in public you don't just notice all of these attractive people because no. you're not just thinking about it but men they'll be like that girl has a nice ass she's got big boobs yeah Right? Literally. Like, I feel like that's pretty like window shopping. <laughs> yeah, but, like, women don't just think, like, oh, that guy's attractive, oh, that guy's... Because, like... No, that's not... We're living our lives, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we're just chilling. <laughs> we're just chilling. If you come up... If the guy comes up to us... First of all, if you come up to us and say some shit like, nice boobs, fuck off. Yeah, that's not... That's we don't not... want to hear it. But if you come up to us and be like... Is they're really respectful? Yeah. And, like, gentle. I don't know how to explain gentle and, like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't explain what I was just doing. No, to be honest. I can't either. <laughs> I was rubbing my hands together like like one of those and creepy like, dudes. And, like, sucking your lip. Yeah, like... Moving your eyebrows. Hey, little mama. <laughs> <laughs> I 
what you doing later <laughs> but like i feel like a way the way a man talks to me stands out more than the way he looks yeah like if they're really respectable respectful or like you know nice or even if they're like see and this is what really, it is really the rude. bare fucking min- minimum all you gotta do is be fucking nice just be nice to don't us don't be a dick that's all okay. it is. And nice is not complimenting our boobs. No. It's not it. It's not. It's, it really isn't. It's even so little as being like, excuse me, and like walking around. No. Just like saying, oh, excuse me, sorry. Even just something like, you could compliment our eyes and that would be better. Mm-hmm. Because boobs and butt are so like, like those are our yeah. goddamn near our genitals. Yeah. Okay? That'd be, be, that'd be me like, that uh-huh. Be like, I don't even know. That'd be like if I... There you go. That'd be like if I was like, oh, hey, I can see your bulge in your pants. like stick. <laughs> but then you'd probably be like, thanks. Yeah, the guys would probably take it. Like, they'd probably be like, I've never heard that one before. Let's go out. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how women feel when you're like, nice ass. Yeah. And see, imagine- that's what they want. That's what I'm saying. Like, they'd probably take that and they'd be like, okay, let's go out. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Instead, like, if we go up and be like, you have really nice flowy hair, they'd be like, eh. Thanks. Thanks, I get it a lot. Yeah. Like, like that's exactly the same thing for us. Like, we days. get yeah. shit about our, like, that's our days. looks yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Girls, we get approached for our looks more than our personality all the time. And yeah. so if you approach us with something about our looks, it's not going to be as appealing as if you approach something about our personality. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 That was therapy with Anna and Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Talking got, about bulges and boobs. Yeah, we got a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say it's fully off topic. No. But, no. like, it was a little bit off topic. It you was know. okay. It was needed. Yeah, this was gonna. This is gonna be a, a relatively short episode. Um, the male gaze one might be too. I might have more like examples because I can literally think of like three off the top of my head. Yeah. Because with the male gaze, like you get, we've had so many more male directors and stuff. So mm-hmm. movies, like, there's a lot yeah. out there. Yeah. A lot of stuff, source material to choose from. You uh-huh. know. So um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed talking about the female gaze with us. Um, I enjoyed it. I love talking about existential questions like this. Yeah. And that's um, why Anna's doing these episodes. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't I don't know. You heard how I explained it. That's yeah. how my episode would have went. <laughs> Anna went like full dictionary definition. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We hope you enjoyed this. Follow us on all of our social media. Email us if you have any questions, any suggestions, any I don't know. Critiques. Sure books i don't know fucking rip into us things. you guys are fucking assholes yeah we want to hear it maybe no. we should maybe we really should put something out there like just like <laughs> we're just, really unhinged just like like all the time. we need to be like roast us yes and do read it. roast and do an episode <laughs> where they're roasting that would be an episode idea if you ever have any roasts for us please do it and we won't take offense no it's hilarious yeah it's funny <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. See ya. Bye.